Hey, this is Jason. And this is Taylor. And we are two opinionated people. Welcome to our podcast. Yay! So today's episode, we're going to be talking about coronavirus. Uh, Pretty much how it's affected us personally, our thoughts on it, and what we hope to see in the future. Thank you for tuning in to episode four. Today's topic is coronavirus. Hey, yeah, well, it's not really an exciting subject, but, um, so, where were you when you first, uh, or when did you first hear about the coronavirus? I was actually thinking about this, um, I was thinking about this recently, and I think it was December or January of last year, I guess December of last year or January of this year. And basically it came out as, you know, it started up in China and it was started spreading like crazy. Um, And I mean, we weren't, no one around here, no one in the United States that I knew of really caught, like were aware or even concerned Um, because everything we were told was it's, you know, it's spreading, but it's not here. It's not going to get here. And if it does, it's just like, it's like a flu. It's, you know, easily managed, you know, stuff like that. So, um, yeah, that was about, I think, December and January. Yeah. What about you? Um, <clears throat> it was January 26th for me. It was a Sunday. And that was the day that Kobe Bryant passed. RIP Kobe Bryant and Gianna. Um, we went to a friend's house, me and Lewis, and she had mentioned, she's like, oh my gosh, the coronavirus, there's two people in the States that have it. And I was like, what the fuck is a coronavirus? And I was like, okay, you know, <clears throat> I'm not going to think anything of it. But then I like Googled it and I was like, okay, well, it's over there. So I'm not going to panic about it. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So yeah. what were you doing in like January to March? So right before it happened. Or right before uh, quarantine, <clears throat> I I think I was like I I was just like living normal life. I was working in the office, you know. I it it seems such so, so, like a long time ago, but I remember <laughs> just living life normal. You know, where we we're hanging out with people and being able to go out to eat, and that nothing seemed like it would change so drastically up until like I think it was like the middle of March. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when it started getting bad because I, I think Virginia was, it wasn't one of the first states to get it and it took a while for it to get here. Um, and then I was just like, oh, you know, we'll be fine. You know, it's not going to come here. You know, it's kind of like uh, in that time frame of just like not realizing it was actually going to affect everyone's lives as much as it did. Because uh, it's like at in the point of between January and March, it came, it, you know, it got to the United States. It spread globally, you know, and it, it was widespread across the country. Um, but it was not like something that I still didn't think it would actually affect everyday life. Um, so it, it was pretty normal up until middle of March. And that's when stuff started getting real. And, and my work shipped us home in like by the thousands, like in one day. And I was just like, this is actually, this is getting serious because it, it affected me like personally. And yeah, that's when it when I really realized it was getting that serious. But yeah, I was, I was I was gonna ask you the same question. What were you doing like January to March, and like when did it get real for you? Um, in January to March, I was planning the bridal shower, and I was so stressed out about this wedding. Like I was a hundred percent stressed out. I was I just wanted it to be over with. I was just counting down the days, and 
Um, my bridal shower was the same weekend as Lewis's birthday. And I remember we sent out the invitations for the bridal shower and then we then quarantine happened. So we were told that you couldn't be around people like more than 10 people. So we decided to cancel the bridal shower. And then during that time period, I worked <clears throat> at a grocery store. So it was a, it was just a madhouse every day there. There's people that had two, three carts. They're filling them up. They're like, we don't want to leave during this time. We don't want to get out of our house. We just want to get all of our stuff and just just stay locked down. And it was, it was just really crazy because what was frustrating was that you can't get the essentials. So you couldn't find toilet paper. You couldn't find paper towels. There's no Lysol. There's no things that you needed. There's a shortages on meat. And then people are getting upset with us because we can't get it in, but it's not that it's nothing that we can control. So it's just a really stressful time period on top of the fact that there's a, it's a global pandemic now. Yeah, I remember that too. <clears throat> and yeah, I remember, like I said, as soon as my work was like, we're going home um, and sent us home in the thousands, it was it like got real for me. And I kind of like, I don't want to say panicked, but I was just like, well, I, I hear that toilet paper is out, paper towels are out, you know, people are trying to get stock up. So I felt like I needed to get stuff so I have the essentials as well. So me and my family are okay. Um, so I went, I remember going to Sam's Club and I, you know, tried to get essentials and I could not find some stuff. I couldn't find mm -hmm. toilet paper, paper towels. You know, I got like some meats to stock up and I was just like, there was just so much unknown. It, it basically felt like it was the end of the world. Yes. And it was just like, and oh, and then that's when they were threatening a complete country lockdown. Or something like that. Yeah. And so people, that's another reason why people were going to the stores and like freaking out because we didn't know if we were going to be able to leave our houses because we had no idea what a lockdown was. Like I personally did not. I didn't know what it actually entailed and what they could do. Um, so I remember, you know, that people were, were crazy at the stores and it just, and you try to do like Kroger pickup or something <laughs> like that and you couldn't, it would, it, they wouldn't have any kind of spots open. And it, it really, it was a really scary time during that period. So the deaths have been, or so we have 299,000 cases in our state, and that has increased 56 in our city since yesterday, or as of yesterday, 3,295 in our state as of yesterday, and we have almost 5,000 deaths as of yesterday, which is, it's crazy, like a total, 5,000 total. And that's just crazy. It's crazy how these numbers are rising and how these numbers keep going up and going up and going up. Mm -hmm. And we have 17.5 million cases of it in the United States, and we have 314,000 deaths. And the number of cases, 251,000 of them, have that's just increased since yesterday. So, I mean, it's obviously still going around. It's obviously still here. And it's just crazy that we've had this thing for almost a year. <laughs> And we still can't even get it underneath under control. So it, was, it affected me mainly because of, you know, just going home and working from home. Um, you know, it, it it also just caused like a lot of fear. That was like the biggest thing because there was a lot of unknowns. Um, so it caused a lot of anxiety, you know, really didn't know what was happening. What can we do about it? You know, I know that at the very beginning they were tossing around the idea of wearing masks and doing mask mandate. And I was just like, I, I really didn't want to wear a mask. You know, I was just like, I'm not going to be comfortable, you know, and it's just like small, petty little things now. 
So it's like versus then and now, now it's just kind of like a hundred percent wear a mask. That's like not even a that it's not even a question. So you know, it, it's how I feel about it now. How it's affected me now versus then. It's definitely changed a lot, and I'm I, I want to do my part to slow the spread um, because you know it's it's rampant. But I, I want to do my part, so I know that I, you know, it, it makes more sense on what we're doing and um, and how it's affecting. Like, it's it, if it hasn't affected your your daily life, then you're probably doing something wrong. Exactly. Um, it affects different people in different ways, and you know, infected people have a wide range of symptoms, from mild to severe. So, um, COVID. In July, I got COVID. So, um, in the end of June, I was having heart problems, and I ended up going to the hospital. And they were like, "Okay, well, I don't think there's anything wrong. Like, I don't think you have COVID." They didn't even test me. They're like, "I just don't think you have COVID because you know your heart seems okay." I mean, I'm gonna say my heart seems okay, but that's what they—that's pretty much what she was saying—is like your heart seems okay, but it just wouldn't get into rhythm. Like, it wasn't beating like it was supposed to beat, and like they were about to shock my heart. And um, that's the second time they almost shocked my heart. But, like, I don't know. I just, like, peed. I was like, let me pee real quick before you do this. And then it just goes into rhythm. I don't know why it does it. It's just, it's fucking weird. But, so, that was in the end of June. And then in July, <laughs> July 1st, I went to work and I felt like fucking shit. Like, I just felt like I had, like, a sinus infection. I was just had a fever. I was really tired. I just, I felt disgusting. And me and my dad, because <clears throat> my dad wanted me to get a COVID test after I went the, from the hospital, I mean, my dad kind of got a little tiff because he was like, because I was going through problems at work too. And he's like, oh, I think you just, I don't, he's like, I think you just don't want to go to work. And I was like, yeah, no, I actually don't, I don't feel good. There's something wrong. So I ended up getting a COVID test and I got it from patient first. And at that time it took them seven days to give you your COVID test. So between the time of, you know, the seven days between July 1st and whenever I got my COVID test, my dad had got sick with COVID and my dad already had got his test and he said, Taylor, I'm sick with COVID. And my, immediately once I knew he got sick with COVID, I already knew I had COVID because he was the one that was taking me back and forth to the doctor. And I was, I felt guilty because I was like, I got him COVID. I felt horrible because I was just like, what if he doesn't make it out of this? And then he just got so sick. And then I ended up getting really sick too. <clears throat> and he was just, he had... He had like the vomiting, he had the, he just had all this stuff. He was just really, really sick. And my mom was just, she was terrified. And I had, I had really, really bad headaches. Like I had these major headaches that feels like somebody was just hitting me in the head over and over and over again with like a freaking hammer or something like that. And then I had, um, I had dizziness. I couldn't stand for more than a couple minutes or I would just, I would, pass out it was just disgusting I had a high fever excuse me I had a high fever and it was just a really rough time <laughs> so I have a question for you um so did you think how did you feel about COVID before you actually got it versus after like did you do you think you took it seriously before you even re, were like you know before you actually had it or was that like a wake-up call I took it seriously but I feel like I could have took it more seriously like I wore my mask even though I got upset I wore my mask I still wore it underneath my I wore it underneath my nose 
And I would get like really irritated because I'm like, it's hot. I don't want to wear this mask. So I wear it underneath my nose when I was at work. But I didn't go out to eat. I didn't do any of that stuff. I didn't I didn't do a lot of that stuff, but I stayed home. But I felt like I could have took it a little bit more seriously than what I did. And now I take it seriously, like all the time. Yeah. I can't breathe half the time at work, but I'm like, it's okay. It's okay. It's just so crazy because you 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 don't know how you even got it. You know, you mm-hmm. I know you you were just going to work and going home. Mm-hmm. So it's like there's no telling if it was from the grocery store, if it was from an like a employee, like a coworker or a customer. And it's just you know the reason why it's spreading like it is is because people are still not taking it seriously. Mm-hmm. It should not be this rampant. It's not this rampant in any other country. Except for here. Like, it, it is globally. And it, it is, you know, it's in every country. Um, I think except for Australia now. I think they nipped it in the bud real quick. But, you know, it's nowhere near as rampant anywhere else except for here. Lewis had came, he came home one day and he's like, I don't have any sense of smell. I'm like, okay, well, maybe you have COVID. This was before I got COVID. So I was like, maybe you have COVID. <clears throat> and he's like, I don't know, maybe. And... Then I got tested a week later. That's when I got sick a week later. Well, that was the only symptom that he showed was just he didn't have a sense of smell. So when he got tested, he tested negative for it. So it's really frustrating because I read online when I was sick. I was out of work for a month. So I read online, my birthday month, but I read online that people that have mild symptoms get better in two weeks. So I felt like my job would be like, oh, you're not better in two weeks, then you're faking it. But I wasn't faking it. Like, I was legit sick. And then I called the health department, and it was just upsetting because I called the health department, and they didn't really know what to do. They were like, well, if you still don't feel good, then just stay out of work longer. And they were, like, re- they were trying to read off piece of papers, um, like, what I should be doing. And then I called my doctor's office, who don't know shit. And she's like, well, you should be coming towards the end of your COVID and that was two weeks in. She's like, you should be coming towards the end of it because you have the headaches. But that's not even, no, I still had it for two more weeks. I mean, it's just, it, it's, that made it, I think that made it scarier at the point of like when you call people that you feel like should know, but they don't know because you just don't know what's going on because everybody is affected by it differently. Yeah. And it's, it's such a new virus, you know, I mean, coronavirus has been a thing for a long time, but this COVID-19 strain is, you know, completely new and it's, it's so viral. It, it affects everyone differently. And that's why healthcare professionals just don't know how to, they don't know what this is exactly. They don't know how it's going to affect each person. So it's hard for them to actually treat people properly. And it's just because of, it's just the virus. It's just such a crazy, what it's, I heard it's the, basically the once in a century virus like once in a century pandemic <laughs> and it's crazy um in california they have cases they have 1.81 million cases in texas they have 1.57 and then in florida they have 1.18 million cases and it's crazy but new york has the highest death rate and they have 35,775 people that have died from covid texas has 25,608 and then california has two th- uh sorry 22,436 and it's crazy that these numbers are so high and they keep rising every single day and um 
it's just it's just it's it's just scary because you don't know what's gonna happen. You don't know. I've heard people that have had COVID and they just have like no symptoms whatsoever. They don't have any like effects from it. They're fine. It's just a basic flu. They're they're okay. And then there's people that have it that are hospitalized because it's so severe. And it's just, I feel like that's why, that's the reason why people don't want to take it seriously because it depends on who you know that's had it. So if you had somebody, if you know somebody that had it and they're just, they have like this mild, this very mild case, then you're like, oh, well, then it's nothing but a flu. But if you know somebody that's had it and it's like super severe to them, then you're like, okay, I'm going to take this a little bit more seriously. Exactly. And I know that, you know, they won't know for sure, but I know that they're already saying that there are possible long-term side effects. Um, and do you think you have any long-term side effects as of right now? Like, is there any, like, lingering effects or anything? Absolutely. Um, I have these really bad headaches, and I have lots of dizziness. At first, um, after... So I had COVID about six months ago, so at first I didn't have any problems whatsoever. But now, it started in November, I just had, I have a constant headache every single day, and it gets really, really bad to the point of where whatever I'm doing, I need to stop it, and then I have constant dizziness. So if I'm, like, at work and I'm getting dizzy, I can't just be like, oh, I need to go home, you know, because I have to, you know, make money to pay bills. So I'll have to, like, stop what I'm doing for a second, and then I have very shortness of breath, like, I was like, man, maybe I have shortness of breath because I'm chunky. But no, this is, like, way worse. Like, I cannot walk more than probably about 10 feet without being out of breath. Especially if I have a mask on, I I just can't do it. I have to, like, stop for a second and try to catch my breath in order to keep walking. And it, it's, it's upsetting because I'm so young. <laughs> and yeah. I just feel, I just feel really, really gross. I feel really, really gross. And the things that I want to do, I just even, I haven't even been able to do it I, I'm not even motivated to do half the stuff like I was trying to do some holiday baking and then I've had to like stop it twice because I'm like I can't I can't get through this I have a headache I need to go lay down or I'm super dizzy I need to go lay down and I think I've I'm almost fell out twice um because I've been so dizzy just because um just I don't know I just get randomly dizzy sometimes and I know I fell yesterday like passed out yeah wow and that's what's crazy about it. it's like you know that who knows how long you're going to be affected by that you know who knows how long the long-term effects are or is it going to be for life because they they really don't know what's going to happen until it does at the one of the things that bothers me is the fact that people like i work at a grocery store so i see lots of people all day People don't want to wear masks. They don't want to wear a mask. They're like completely against wearing a mask. They say they have medical conditions. They don't want to wear a mask. My asthmatic ass is wearing a fucking mask. I don't understand why you can't wear a fucking mask. But whatever. Another thing that bothers me is the fact that people will literally huddle over top of you. They'll still huddle over top of you. Six feet don't mean shit to them. They will huddle over top of you. I had a man almost push me out of the way when I went to Walmart to get something that I was standing in front of. Like, he was so close to me, and I'm, you know, I just end up barking back at these people, because I think that's so rude. Like, you, like, just because it may not affect you and your daily life doesn't mean it's not affecting somebody else. And I was told that people with underlying health conditions should just stay at home, but how can I stay at home if I have a job? 
Like, you want me to stay at home and live off the government, but aren't some of you people against that? So it's like, I don't want to do that. Like, I want to go to work. I just want you guys to do your part and to stay six feet away from people and to back up because we don't all need to be huddling at this area over some freaking meat or whatever you're trying to get. Exactly. And I, I hate that argument because it's like, you know, they say, well, people with weakened immune systems or, you know, older people should stay home. But they have family members that they also have family members living in the same home. So if the family members are going to work, going shopping, you know, doing normal errand stuff, um, they have to be out and about. They're going to bring it home. So if I, I wish everyone would just follow the guidelines. Listen to the scientists. Listen to the doctors. Wear the masks. Keep distant. Be Just be respectful. And I think the biggest thing that irritates me now is that, you know, with the big election that happened in November and, <clears throat> like, the months before that, they made it such a political issue that it yes. seemed like one side was like, oh, well... We need we don't need to follow this because you know it's our it's our rights it's our freedoms, and then the other side acted like it was the you know it was basically like a he said she said it yeah. the this person's to blame for everything instead of just we should both sides should have really just came together not made this a political issue and really you know helped Americans you know understand how serious it is and protect us. Yeah, it's like. It, I feel like that it's not a political issue at all. It's literally scientists and doctors are saying this is dangerous. This is what you can do to combat it. It does not stop it 100%, but it does slow it down. And the biggest thing at the beginning with the quarantine, the reason why it was such a serious thing is because they didn't want the hospitals overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, people took that as their freedoms being taken away and all this stupid shit. And turns out some hospitals did get overwhelmed and that's why you had big old ice boxes outside to hold the dead bodies and the covid numbers now are way worse than they were back in march and it's just it's just so it's just crazy how how downhill how, how fast it went downhill mm -hmm. and how not serious like people still aren't taking it serious and they're acting like it's it's the government trying to control them and i'm just like yeah. you are you sound so stupid just do what you're do what you were supposed to do for your, for your fellow, you know, fellow people, fellow Americans. You know, you we should be protecting each other. We should be helping out each other. Isn't that what America's supposed to be about? But no, they want to make a political and act like they're getting their freedom stripped from them when they have no idea what that's like. Exactly. Uh, twenty twenty has showed me how selfish people are, and how exactly. rude, and how people just don't care about anybody but themselves. And uh, I, you know, I was watching how people had an anti-mask party and they were burning masks and they were doing such childish shit. And like you said, um, I don't know, you said this like last podcast, how you feel like we're all in silent lunch and people keep yeah. talking and it keeps extending the lunch. And it's, it's frustrating because that's what it feels like. I know people don't want to comply, but it's just... Just wear a mask. You're literally going to be in the store for 30 minutes to an hour, if that. Wear your mask. Wash your hands, because I've seen plenty of people that use the bathroom and just leave. Don't wash their hands dirty. And you don't need to be up on somebody. Like, give somebody some space. It's pretty simple things. And people don't exactly. want to do that. People yeah. feel like their their rights are being taken away from them, but it's not. You're taking, the, you're taking away the rights of somebody else. You're literally compromising other people because you want to be selfish. Yeah. And I... um. 
I saw this one. It was somebody like, I don't know if it was a post or a video, and pretty much it was saying that, you know, if you feel like, you know, wearing masks and social distancing this whole year was a waste, just try to think of it as how many lives did you save by doing that stuff? Like, you know, and vice versa. Like, if you treated this year like any other, you kept traveling, going on vacations, not worrying mm -hmm. about masks, you know, spending your whole year cussing at the fact that you have to wear a mask at a grocery store for your 20-minute visit, imagine how many people have died because of that attitude. And that sh I hope that weighs heavily on some people because they are, they treated this year very selfishly and they, I don't know, I feel like they, I, I wish there was some kind of wake-up call, but if they have no wake-up call after this year, there's really no hope for them. Exactly. People just, we went Christmas shopping and um, I saw a lady, I, it just, it still surprised me. I don't know why I get surprised, but I saw like a handful of people in the store without a mask on and the signs say that the mask is required, but you know, there's just people that are like, oh, test me, test me. Like the people just want to pick a fight with somebody if they ask you to put a mask on. And yeah. I'm like, why are you going to sit there and try to pick a fight with a, like with a retail worker because they're asking you to do something that is, you know, it's a state thing. The governor says we have to wear a mask. So you need to wear a mask. Well, I have an exception. Shut the fuck up. No, you don't. And it, it's so stupid to think about the exception because for anything that, like, asthma is apparently an exception, but you are most susceptible to get coronavirus and also to have lasting effects. Like, you know, mm -hmm. like, you know that. Mm -hmm. And that's, it doesn't make any sense for have a medical exception for masks because it's like, then you should not be out shopping then. You should not be in the stores because you are the most susceptible to this virus and to the side effects of it. Exactly. Like, Angela has horrible asthma. Like, her asthma is worse than mine. She still wears her mask. I was like, there's people that have really bad health conditions that still wear their mask. And even, even so, I saw this girl... She didn't get COVID, but she got really sick with pneumonia. She got really, really sick with it. So even though there are people that are still going out that are that are sick, you're still getting other people sick during this time period too. So it's like, it really just shows us like how many times have people been out in public when they're sick where they just need to actually just stay at home and just get better. Exactly. And also, um, it's the flu season now. Winter time mm -hmm. is the flu season. And that is only going to make things worse. And there was people trying to say like, oh, well, look how magically there's no flu this year. There's barely any flu. They're saying it's coronavirus. It's really not. It's because, you know, people are wearing masks and social mm -hmm. distancing. So the flu that is not that viral can be can be more like, you know, is not spreading as fast as it usually does. And that's awesome. Yeah. So it's like, that's that's why. And I don't know, people are just so misinformed. They are listening. You know, they're not following the the actual words of like doctors and scientists that are rigorously studying this, have, have studied diseases and viruses their entire careers and like have these multiple degrees and all this shit. They're not listening to them. They're listening to stupid ass people having false information. And that's what is causing so many deaths and, 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 you know, our COVID cases to skyrocket because they just don't care. They think they have this misinformation. It's a, it's a pandemic. I've heard that. And they think it's all fake. And it's just so stupid because people are literally dying. Yeah, they're stuck up their own asses. People are just so selfish. Like, 
It doesn't matter what you think. It's It matters what's going on. So I don't understand. You want somebody to have sympathy for you. And I've seen there's people that literally are like, oh, fuck the mask. They're so against the mask. And they end up getting it. And they end up getting it really bad. And they're like, oh, my God, please pray for me. Please have this. Please have Like, look what you're doing. Like, look what. Look, it's not real until until it affects you. Until it affects yeah. somebody that you know. Like, shut, it's real. What are you talking about? Exactly. And I think it's I think if people are openly, you know, spreading this misinformation like on purpose you know openly doing that openly against the mask mandates openly against restrictions and and um you know uh quarantining and you know staying a safe distance away from people i think they should not be allowed to get um you know cared for at hospitals they should nurses and doctors should not be risking their lives mm-hmm. taking care of these patients that don't give a shit and got covid because of it exactly I mean that's pretty harsh, but I mean if they if it's a pandemic, how did you get so sick? <laughs> but snaps. I, don't, I feel like you're right. People's true colors really came out this year. You can really see who who listens to what. You know, like how I feel like people's how gullible people are came mm-hmm. out a lot, and it's just kind of like it just it, it boggles my mind that people don't listen to doctors and scientists because someone is telling them not to listen to them. Exactly. You know, like, oh, they're trying to, you know, say the CDC doesn't know what it's talking about. He's trying to say, and it's just kind of like... <laughs> Isn't it their job? <laughs> the Center for Disease Control. Uh, no, that sounds fake to me. No, it's it's so <laughs> stupid. And I just feel like, I know that even, you know, if people took it seriously from the very beginning, our numbers would not be as high. There would be so many lives that were saved that would not be affected. You know, mm-hmm. this this could not have been stopped completely. Um, you know, now we have a vaccine that's starting to, you know, get get uh, dispersed. You know, there is a, now a vaccine that hopefully will, well, we'll see the light, light at the end of the tunnel of this whole um, pandemic. But our numbers will be so much lower. You know, the vaccines, I feel like it'd be more effective now because people are, if people took it seriously from the very beginning and took it seriously all the way through, it wouldn't be as big as it is. So the vaccine would be able to help a little bit more, I think. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm trying to like trying to connect those two, but I just feel like we would be in such a better state if people took it serious from the beginning. Lives would be saved. That's the biggest, that's the most important thing. That You know, that's period. People, people that are dead now could be alive. Yeah. yeah. And me and a coworker were talking about the vaccine and, you know, he was saying it takes, it takes a month you know, once you get the the first shot, it takes a month you have to get the second shot. He's like, there's going to be so many people after they get the first shot that aren't going to wear their masks, that aren't going to do what they're supposed to be doing, and the numbers are going to skyrocket because they want to just act. I was talking with Lewis about that too, and I said, you know, I don't feel like 2021 is going to be like, oh, we're going to be mask-free because there's different outlets that are saying that people aren't all going to be able to get the vaccine until maybe late April. So mm-hmm. I feel like we're still going to have to wear the mask. Even after you get the vaccine, I feel like people are still going to have to wear the mask. And yeah. I feel like we're probably not going to go back to normal until about 2022, if like, that. Yeah. And I feel like if people aren't even complying now, how are you going to comply when the vaccine comes? And, you know, of course, there's people are like, I don't want to get the vaccine because you don't know what's in it. But you get a vaccine for chicken pasta, you get a vaccine for everything else. People mm-hmm. are, somebody told me that the vaccine, that they feel like it alters your DNA. I'm just it's like. Just, it's all fake information. I'm just like, you know what? I don't know. Like, 
We'll see. People are going to react to things differently regardless. That's the thing. So yeah. you have some people that are reacting bad to it. You have some people that are reacting good to it. But people are going to react different to it regardless. And there's one lady in the grocery store. I was sitting I was standing behind her in line. And she was like, I don't want the vaccine because it gives you headaches. It gives you body aches. It gives you all this stuff. My sister had COVID and she didn't have oh, any day. of these <laughs> she's like my sister had COVID and she didn't have any of these problems and all the stuff that she listed was all the stuff that I had when I had COVID so yeah. you're gonna get what other people have gotten she's like I'm not gonna get this vaccine I'm like you know what that's you that's you girl yeah and it's like I heard it, it makes you feel like like a really bad hangover for one day and then you're fine after that but it's just like of course different people are gonna, are going to be affected differently like there was a couple of people that have had um like severe allergic reactions mm -hmm. but you know some people are allergic to peanuts exactly <laughs> some people are also allergic to vaccines and you we don't know their past medical history enough to know if there was something in the vaccine they're allergic to or they didn't oh, they weren't aware they were allergic to but it wouldn't be being dispersed it wouldn't be dispersed if the studies and everything they've done and the research they've done to create this vaccine wasn't proven effective. Exactly. It would not be going out. There's not like this big organization that's trying to put chips in people like that. I've heard that like, oh, it's going to be a chip implant. That stupid yeah. fake shit irritates me so much. I'm like, people are like, I don't want the government tracking me. Nobody gives a shit about the you. The government's already tracking you, honey. <laughs> yeah, but nobody, nobody wants, no, your life is not that interesting <laughs> for somebody to insert a chip and watch you. Like, okay, girl, clear. nobody wants to see you go to Walmart, <laughs> go to KFC, and go home. No one gives a shit. Like, but it's just, it's so crazy how people are just so against it and saying that vaccines shouldn't be, um, shouldn't be, like, required. But how did polio get eradicated? Vaccines. Vaccines have helped people so much. That's why we don't die at age 32 anymore. Yep. Because of vaccines and modern, like medical, um, modern medical technology, and it's just so crazy to see people just have such a stupid. I'm gonna say it's a stupid view, yeah. a very uneducated. They, Google's free. They don't want to listen. <laughs> they think Google's biased, and I'm like, y'all are stupid. Mm. Um, <laughs> but it, it's just it's just ridiculous. But um, I did want to ask. You actually had this on the list. Um, life after COVID. Like, you know, say the vaccine, it was a big hit, you know, COVID is finally gone, it's behind us, no matter, you know, whatever year this is going to be, what do you think life is going to be like, like, for you, and how's it going to look? Um, I don't know. So, I really, I want it to be gone, because I want to, you know, be able to be around family and friends, I want to go out, I want to have the option to decline going out, you know, not being forced to be like, you can't go out. But, <laughs> um, I don't know. I think the reason I'm kind of nervous is because what if I do have these, like, long-term effects? What if I'm going to have to constantly deal with these headaches and these dizziness? And what if it just gets worse over time? And I think I get really scared is because since it is new, doctors don't really know what's going on. Doctors can't really help me. So, you know, these... These are not fun effects or side effects, you know. Yeah. So, I just I do miss like going out with my friends and I do miss birthdays together and holiday parties and I do miss you know being able to social interact. I feel I feel pretty much the same. Like I I I really don't know what it'll look like. I I agree with you. I think it's going to be closer to 2022, um, maybe you know even past that, just for things to go back to pre-COVID time. 
you know, it has mm-hmm. it's going to take a while because there's it's just it's such a big thing. It's it's spread out so far. It's going to take a long time for it to go. But I think um, once it's finally back to normal, it's going to be hard for me personally to do things normally, like not wear a mask, mm-hmm. not social distance, not, you know, make sure I wash my hands very regularly. I wash my hands regularly all the time, but even, like being conscious to it when you get home from the grocery store um, or even just going out for a walk, check the mail, being conscious enough to wash my hands if I've gone out and had to sit down somewhere, make sure I change change clothes, just kind of being, it's going to be hard for me to get out of the routine of being so cautious that I feel like some of the stuff is going to last, you know, some of the stuff I'm going to take along with me. Um, yeah. Cause it's like wearing a mask makes sense now. Cause it's like, <laughs> For real. It, you know, masks don't protect you from <clears throat> other people. It, it protects other people from you. Mm-hmm. So if, you know, if you're feeling, if you have a cold, if you're have a flu, you know, if you have to be out, you should be wearing a mask anyway. If you talk when you like, spit. Yeah. <laughs> you talk when you spit um, or spit when you talk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like uh, masks make so much sense. And, you know, in in some Asian countries, they already do that. And, you know, they had coronavirus, but it, they were able to get rid of it very quickly. Um, and, it, you know, it didn't spread as far as it did because people were already wearing masks there. And I think it just, masks just make sense to me. Um, and also just being very cautious about, you know, touching the mail and make sure I wash my hands, even if it's if I'm not like gonna go eat something, it's just basically just washing my hands. So, if I have some, if I have something on my hands, I'm not spreading it around, you know. And I think it just makes sense to avoid colds and flus and stuff like that because you don't know what people are sneezing on. Exactly. And I really was never conscious of thinking like, oh, I should wipe down the groceries, you know, when you go shopping. And it's just like I, that was never a thought I've ever had, except for when COVID nineteen came around. And I think that is definitely something I'm going to take with me um, post-COVID. But I definitely am going to wait. <laughs> if, you know, once stuff starts going back, people are going to be out and about. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to wait a little bit just to, so people can test the waters. So it's the first round like, can go. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like, you know, the new PS5s came out. And I didn't want to be the one in, in line trying to get the first one because it's going to have some bugs in it and they're going to have to fix it. And I'll, okay. I'm, I'm going to get the, the next generation ones. Um, I'm going to wait a little bit and the, the good ones that will come out. But, you know, I, I like, I'll, I'll make sure to kind of keep myself away for a little bit longer and then see how it is afterward. But mm-hmm. I don't, I just don't see things going 100% back to normal ever just because it's, we've had to change so much this year. Yeah, people have definitely been really selfish, and people are so focused on themselves. They're so focused on how their life has been affected. They're so focused on things that they want to do. And I get it. Like, my life was affected, too. I mean, I was no social butterfly, but like, there was, like, things that I had to stop doing. And it, yeah. it, still bog- it still boggles me. It blows my mind how people are still traveling. Like, how Thanksgiving, the, you, they showed pictures of the airports that were crowded they there's all these people that are traveling back and forth people are going on trips people are still doing this people are doing all this stuff and i'm like okay what what and especially like i cannot imagine being in an airplane right now because i got sick when i came home from oklahoma in like 2016 i got sick because some man was like hacking on the back of my freaking neck and there's no airflow in there there's no airflow so i cannot imagine being on a freaking airplane being stuck especially in the cold being yeah. just 
stuck in that freaking no ventilation fucking death machine. Ugh. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, I don't know. I I feel like if you have spent this year traveling wherever you want to do, making sure you just kind of live your life like nothing has changed, then you are very selfish. You know, if you find yourself going to restaurants, sitting down, busy restaurants, you don't care, traveling all over, just kind of live living your life like nothing nothing's new, mm-hmm. I feel like you are very selfish. Because if you, you, what if you have it? You don't know. What if you have it and it's, you're asymptomatic? Yep. And... You could be spreading it around very, it's very viral. It spreads very easily. So even if you're wearing a mask, even if you're social distancing, it's still not 100%. 100% guarantee is you quarantining. You know, you not not traveling, making unnecessary trips to places, walking around the mall, going to the beach, doing this and that. You know, it was hard this summer. You know, we didn't, we didn't, I think we went to the, we went to the beach, but we went to, um, it's got Colonial Beach mm-hmm. and it was like eight o'clock in the morning. There was no one there and we were able to have that, you know, beach experience, but there was literally no one there. We went so early into a beach that people aren't really very familiar with. And it was like, I think like late summer or maybe early summer. Um, but we were very conscious, cause, conscious cause you know, if it was, if it would have, been busy or if there was actual people there we would not have gone yeah the only time we have did anything during all of this stuff was on our wedding day when we went out to eat outside because yeah. if there was no outside patio i wouldn't have gone and we only went out to eat that one time and i was so nervous i was such a wreck i was like oh my god oh my god oh my god but when yeah. I, I had to go inside to use the bathroom, and I was so blown away with how many people were inside. It was packed. I'm like, and it was pretty quiet. It was it was just us yeah. and the table outside. Mm-hmm. So I was like, why is there so many people inside? Why are they? They're they're still all packed on top of each other. It blows my mind. And I know I know these businesses need money. I know these restaurants need money. I understand that. But I also feel like businesses aren't even doing their part when they get COVID, too. If they have a worker that gets COVID, I know that some of these businesses are not doing their part. They're not shutting down. They're not doing deep cleaning. Like, I got COVID, and my business did not shut. My business, my department did not even shut down. So I was like, "Um, okay. And I've heard other places, I've heard other stories where people just are like, oh, I got COVID, whatever. They're not even showing symptoms. They don't even give a fuck. So they go to work. They're still doing everything. Mm-hmm. They're doing. They're going to work. They're doing whatever the fuck they feel like it. And then you know, other people are getting in contact with you. You know. <clears throat> yeah, I, I remember during like the beginning of quarantine, me and Ashlyn started a list of good and bad companies, and because oh, you right. know we'd have news stories of like um, mm-hmm. just different companies how they treated their employees, you know how they were um, responding to coronavirus. And you see some good stories and see some bad stories and you see people talking about the, the positive and negatives. And, um, you know, we we're uh, basically we're choosing our how we do our business with places with how they treated their employees during COVID. Because that's, that's a big sign. It's like if you if they worried more about the money than worry about the employees safety and stuff like that, like then no, you're not going to get my business. And I, I hope other people are following suit because that's how it's going to make a difference. That's smart. Like, um, we were drive through at uh, Duncan for we were just drive through for a while. We closed at seven because I forgot we had a curfew, so that's why we were closing at seven because the we had people that were the closers. They our curfew was at nine, I think, 
and we had or nine or ten, and we had people that worked in Richmond at that, that were the closers. So oh. or, sorry, they worked further away than they were the closers or whatever. So <clears throat> they had to. We had to close early. Anyway, but yeah, now we opened up our lobby, and I don't understand why we opened up our lobby. I don't understand why we have to have people come in. Why can't you just come through the drive-through? We were still making if not more money through the drive-thru than what we were making with people coming inside and staying in the drive-thru. Because we also don't offer masks, which I think is one thing that I feel like companies should offer is if you are allowing your, your inside to be open, I feel like you should offer masks to people, like the medical masks, so that way there can be no excuse of why they're not wearing a mask. Exactly. And if they don't have a mask, they can turn around and go home. Yeah. Um, or if they yeah, don't want to wear the mask. Yeah, I know that. You know, it took a while. Some businesses didn't take it 100% serious at the beginning. Uh, but I know now they are, some of them are taking it more serious. Like the Walmarts around here, they have somebody at the door saying, if you can come in or if you if you don't have a mask, you're not coming in. They have like the box of the medical masks. And at, at, um, at some other grocery stores around here, they did the same thing. Like they sat outside and if you didn't have a mask, they said you have to have a mask. And if you don't have one, they provide you one. Um, so I, I, it took them a long time to get serious about it, and it just sucks because I think, you know, the uppers who make these big choices, they probably tried to, they tried to see who was, like, what company is doing what. Because yeah. they didn't want bad press, they didn't want to lose money. So they saw, well, okay, so more people are being okay with masks, let's go ahead and mm. be, you know, do good and make sure people have masks on. Um, but for a while, they were just like, you know, wear a mask, that's a mandate, they have the sign on the door, but they didn't give a shit. They, they did not take it seriously. The company I work at. Yeah, and, and it is so sad that it took so long. That's why it's, like I said, that's why it's so bad. People didn't take it as serious as should, and companies didn't take it as, as serious as they should have. So I think we got all our voices and our opinions out regarding coronavirus. Basically, what are all our thoughts on it? Um, we should go to something lighter now. Just kind of lighten the mood a little bit. Okay. So, tell me that you work or slash worked in retail without telling me that you worked in retail. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let, me th let me think about that for a second. Do you have one on yourself so I have a, a minute to think? Yeah, I do. <clears throat> So mine's was, oh, John was 15 to 20 minutes late. I guess he's quitting or he's just doing another no call, no show. <laughs> uh, let's see. What? All right, all right, all right, all right. Let's see. So it's tell you I, I have worked retail with actually saying I've worked retail. Yeah. I have had no happiness since I was 16 years old. <laughs> Oh, here, I got a good one. I got a good one. I sometimes cannot differentiate when I'm being fake happy versus real happy because of my customer service. Exactly. <laughs> customer service. Emotions. Yeah, sometimes my customer service voice comes on when I'm talking to other people outside of customer service. Oh, wow. Really? <laughs> sometimes I've been just distracted. Okay, so telling you I've worked retail without saying I've worked retail, sometimes I will be in normal conversation and say yes ma'am or yes sir 
to the person I'm talking to because I'm just subconsciously saying it like I'm working. Yes, ma'am, Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have. I have mammed. I've, yeah, I've mammed you. And I'm just like, and I stop. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> wait. I can talk normal. That's another one. This is, I like this. Filtering my cuss words. <laughs> <laughs> Aggressively smiling. Uh, let's see. Flashbacks of terrible times at work. <laughs> oh my god, I, hear, I dream about my job sometimes. I'm like, oh my god, this is a nightmare. Hating people with a passion because of how I was treated at work. That's a good way. Randomly conditioning random stores that have nothing to do with me while I'm at the grocery store. <laughs> Seeing people out, out and about in public, and knowing exactly how, how they are because of how they look like. Oh yes! Like, oh, white man in a red MAGA hat, you're gonna be a fucking asshole. Mm-hmm. You gonna probably talk super loud, and all <laughs> nasty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I literally had a coworker. Um, she was late to work. She literally was supposed to be there at ten. And it was like 10, 15. I'm like, oh, I guess she quit. She's a good one. I guess she quit. And then I like texted her. And then she texted me like five minutes later. She's like, oh my God, I thought I was supposed to be there at 11. I'm on my way. I was like, okay. Oh, wow. I hate that feeling. It's just like, you don't know anxiety stress (laughs) until you get that text from your boss, but you thought was your day off. You don't know that anxiety and stress is a boss when you just feel like your coworker is not going to come in during the middle of her day. I'm like, oh, I've had that feeling too. Guess I can just handle this shift by myself. It's just me again. Thank you for listening to our podcast. I hope you tune in next week and have a blessed week and stay safe.